This podcast production is done by Acute Media. What's up, my good people? Welcome to Proactive. How can you say go and you're the one supposed to start the show? What was that? Um, no, I'm not supposed to start the show. It's you. Today is your show. It's our show. <laughs> yeah, it's our show in general, but you today when you're when you're Kusema Kwaizi Street. Okay, dear listeners, welcome to Proactive. Um, it's been a minute and we are glad to be back. Hi, Timo. Hey, what's welcome up? Welcome to the show. I, I, I'm glad to be here. Okay. Hey, I don't know if feel come Nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. So today we are taking our listeners... We're still on six piece. We haven't changed the yes. narrative. We still need to finish these roles mm-hmm. and responsibilities. Guys, we'll have a show. Uh, please check out Yellow Tape. Also, there's something that we were talking about uh, in reference to today's episode as we go about it uh, in terms of policies, making, and we were just talking about um, mm-hmm. for lack of a better way of putting mm-hmm. it, you know. Yeah. So, um, I mean... Hey, today we are doing well. Yeah, you started the show and we've picked up yellow tape this early. We usually do it at the end. Yeah. I need to slow down, eh? <laughs> Let's focus on the show today. All right. <laughs> yeah, so we are on the sixth piece and we are looking at... The role of the MP. Yes. That is after we... Di- because we discussed the role of the MCA. Yes. Um, on our last episode. Mm-hmm. So we had, we'd advise you to go back and listen to the episode if you haven't listened to that episode. It's, it's important to note that we've moved now from county to the National Assembly. Mm-hmm. That's a big shift. Yeah. Um, it's not that we want... It's not that we've lost traction, but we know that in terms of imp- levels of importance... Um, it would be wiser for us to go in this direction before we move to the mm-hmm. to the Senate and now to the governor. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, we're still on track, guys. Don't be worried. Yeah, so how do you want us to start this thing? You know, the biggest question for me is their roles. Like, I think there's a big confusion, you know. And, and in society, the problem right now is MPs think that they are only meant for CDFs and women reps are meant for just lobbying. Like you know, that's yeah. their only work. So people don't really know the work of the MP. Um, I was just telling someone the other day that how every time you, if you, if you want to mess with an MP's mind in Kenya, just cut the budget for CDF, and mm-hmm. they will dance to their tu- to your tune. That's how they're making things look like the relevance of a member of parliament right now is being narrowed down to it's being watered down to just having cdf and looking like you're making sense in society with cdf no no no. it actually goes beyond the cdf uh, dear listener mm-hmm. and we are here to demystify that and you have sasa yes so tuanzia wapi um we start from chapter eight of the constitution all right Chapter 8 of the Constitution establishes the legislature. Mm-hmm. So our members of parliament are actually... Parliament is the legislature. Mm-hmm. The other word for legislature is parliament or August House. Anyway, mm-hmm. yes. Um, parliament is divided into two. Mm-hmm. We have the Senate and we have the National Assembly. All right. And when we talk about MP, a member of parliament, a member of parliament can either be a member of National Assembly or um, the senator. And... Uh, Today, we're going to discuss the role of the member of National Assembly and we shall discuss the role of the senator next week. It's also important, dear listener, to note that we'll also be discussing the role of the woman representative. The woman representative is also a member of parliament, a member of the National Assembly. They actually sit in the National Assembly. All right. Yes. So, Elsie, let me just ask, what, what qualifies someone to be a member of 
parliament an mp um an adult of sound mind mm-hmm. and as of uh, the last elections a member of parliament is required to also have the degree ah you've yes. been on this one for a while Mazi. <laughs> you've been happy about it you know yeah because you know they're actually making policies that affect our lives uh-huh. decisions that affect our lives decisions such as you know the price of fuel decisions regarding the economy regarding governance we need people who are familiar with um you know various disciplines so that they are also able to make laws that you know are in tandem mm-hmm. with um what we are facing our, our current realities actually um it's interesting to note that actually both the senate and the national assembly they are divided into committees there are a number of committees yeah so you'll find most of the time that the people who sit in the finance committee are people with an with a background in finance in and finance. economics people who sit in the jlac committee that is the justice and legal affairs committee you find that those are people with a background in you know matters law governance political science and all that mm-hmm. so it's, it's really you know med- the medical background if you have a doctor you'll find that a doctor is a member of that committee all right yeah i mean it doesn't work out every time but at least they have some knowledge based on how to yes, go about things exactly. in terms of management i think we should narrow down even what kind of degrees people are getting i mean that's watering down education for someone but surely <laughs> uh, when it comes to matters uh policy making and uh, i think some of the issues that i have with the current crop of members of parliament is some of them haven't even gone through basic policies of policy making like mm-hmm. being educated on such things like legal processes for some things um you just get represented and now at least there's that qualification that you have to have a degree but then they need there there's a need for some more specialization when it comes to these things and it's not just from uh government in itself asking of these things but us as the people requiring of these things from these members of parliament when they come in mm-hmm. because I, I i don't when you come to the national assembly if you do not have any ounce of legal knowledge it becomes a bit harder for you <laughs> yeah that's when sasa cdf looks like your only way of life like you can't live without cdf and you end up affecting people it's good that now tutakwana watu watahavuku na degrees yeah but, but i think even the current crop of members of parliament are all uh, with degrees yeah even the governors atutasema venye zilichukuliwa kuna zenye tunajua zilitoka india kuna zenye hata tujuagi zilitoka wapi unajua but yeah ideally for me i think there there is that uh need for specifying or taking the uh, taking them through a whole process where they learn about uh, policy making yeah i think you've discussed this before yes yes because <laughs> especially immediately after they've been elected into office then they need to go through some kind of governance course yes. or something just a short course just to remind them i exactly this is what is expected of you this is how you're supposed to deal with such and such an issue Yes. Um so we start with the composition of parliament. Definitely. That is the composition of the National Assembly and I think this is important mm-hmm. because this is one of the proposed amendments. Mm-hmm. This is one of the areas that was likely to be affected by the proposed amendments by the Constitution of Kenya Amendment Bill of 2020 which is the official name for Reggae or also <laughs> known as BBI. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so the National Assembly uh, under Article 97 of the Constitution yeah. comprises of one 
and 90 members, each elected by the registered voters of single-member constituencies. So presently, Kenya has 290 constituencies and each constituency is represented by a member of parliament. Then um, 47 women, each elected by the registered voters of the counties, each county constituting a single-member constituency. Then 12 members nominated by parliamentary political parties according to their proportion to the members of the National Assembly in accordance with Article 90 to represent special interests including the youth, persons with disabilities and workers and the speaker who's an ex-official member. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Um, I mean... There's an article I wanted to quote. That's what I was looking for. Uh, mm-hmm. It was on the standard. I can't remember when it was. Uh, but one, um, his name is uh, Elias Mokua. Mm-hmm. It was on May 1st, 2017. Mm-hmm. This is what he had to say. MPs are probably the most persecuted lot in Kenya by voters for very wrong reasons. But I do not mind seeing these MPs shed tears. Nor do I mind most of the voters wallowing in poverty and underdevelopment even when they deserve better. Mm -hmm. It is fine because we seem happy lamenting, apportioning blame, and passing civic responsibility to others. Then he goes on and says, let me explain why I hold this seemingly sadistic position. First, MPs are the architects of their own persecutions. Mm -hmm. As we read and are, unfortunately, rarely minded by the few who care about the value of social systems in development, the mandate of MPs is very clear. Represent, legislate, and oversight. Mm -hmm. MPs are people's representatives, and so they have the obligation to voice the interest of their constituencies. It's a very funny, it's a really interesting article that I think people should go. But those were the biggest pillars that I came up with when I was thinking about the roles of Mm -hmm. the MPs. Mm -hmm. And that's why even for me, CDF shouldn't be one of those things. Those people make you even knock on their doors looking for CDF, telling you on when that the days that you're supposed to come for CDF. I see. Like there's no system that can just be automatically be done we really have to wait until we go knocking on their doors begging for them they make us look like we are the ones who really need them and they're the ones who need us because they are uh, working for us because they are exercising power that has been donated by we the people of kenya exactly yes why should i keep knocking on someone's door asking for cdf basari Basari kila saa, basari ya location, basari ya location. Akitengeneza class moja na tutangazi ya hapo, hameandika jina ake. Yeah, they, they actually own this project with their names. With their names? With their names. Shed ya piki piki? I, I, I do, yeah, donated by Honorable LC. You know, <laughs> I, I call it uh, Nyasembo because I'm from Nyasembo. Nyasembo project. <laughs> really? And yet it's been funded by county, not, not really the county, but you know, the taxpayers' money. Yeah. Yes. Because it's not their money. And it's not their money. Footbridge Actually, I put your taxes in Endanga, by uh, the uh, way. Uh, by the way. Good conversation. Okay, guys. Kweni, we've agreed today we are just going to advertise yellow tape the whole time. No. <laughs> but then again, I mean, so for me, it was pretty clear when I was 
um, coming to, to 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 do this episode to 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 help people understand this part when I said represent, legislate, and oversight, mm-hmm. and what it entails and what it's all about, so that it can be easier for them when they think about it. Um, when they're choosing their members of parliament come next year, August um, August ninth, we're doing it on a Tuesday, right? Yeah, it has to be the second Tuesday. Of uh, August, second Tuesday of August after every five years is yeah. provided for by the constitution. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure uh, if I'm not wrong, it's August 9th. So yeah, let's so talk about representation. What do they really mean? Oversight and legislation. And legislation. What do so they really mean when they say represent? Represent is basically what it is. They're supposed to. Your member of parliament, for example, team will represent the people of Embakasi constituents. Embakasi Nilihama. Nilihama. Oh, Ulihama. Nilihama. So you have a new MP. <laughs> who, who, do you know your MP where you live now? Not yet. Ah, see that. <laughs> uh, he was just being voted the other day, so I haven't even gotten oh, to Oh, you guys are the by-election? We are, we are the ones in Kiamba. Oh, those are by Okay, let me not uh, display my <laughs> <laughs> my ignorance. You're even worse than I am. <laughs> so uh, by the time I was moving into Kiamba constituency, that's when they were voting for him. And mm-hmm. so that process of moving is when there was a whole lot of um, trucks moving around, uh, mm-hmm. doing the whole dance, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Jubilee coming in and threatening people, mm-hmm. uh, UDA coming and acting like they're the best in the market, you know, all mm-hmm. that madness that go was going on during that time so uh, yeah but let's talk uh, okay fine they represent you in terms of everything from preparation of the budget approval of the budget you know even in terms of legislation they literally represent what the people of embakasi east what the people of embakasi central what the people of kiamba what the people of which other constituency do we know london i think there's a constituency called well, london, london constituency. is a word in nakuru where oh it's a word it's just a word <laughs> Apologies. Uh, let's do this one. There's Nyali. Con- oh, the, the Nyali. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Moha. I, like, I like the MP. Yeah. Mm. So, yes, those are some of them that we can definitely touch on. Uh, so, representation comes in all aspects. And it's really important that we we, we don't miss out on such. Because um, I find it hard at times for people just to let it go and think that there's someone else who's supposed to be doing that job. Mm-hmm. Well, when it comes to stuff to do with lobbying and even asking for um, uh, going to, 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 to figure out if this budget will touch on their people, they're the ones who should be the ones representing you there and asking for all these things. Um, I, I don't know if I have missed out on anything uh majorly when it comes to representation because i think for them they are the voice as much as the rest of the guys would be probably working i think the major one for me is that they are the voice of the people when it comes to the ground yeah um what was the other thing i said oversight oversight representation yes and legislation uh-huh. so let's talk about uh oversight before mm-hmm. we go to legislation. You know, legislation is the biggest one up. So I'm trying to clear on these other small ones before we start talking about legislation because that's a whole story in itself. Mm-hmm. So what would be... Nitaitaje? Ah, Twitter to roll because it's still back on roll. What do they mean when they say oversight? What majorly is oversight? Do they now look at the projects being done? They and yeah they oversight the government they oversight the cabinet. 
Ooh, so oversight is a lot of things. Yeah, it's a lot of things also. Oversight for us is overseeing implementing. It's oversight for us the, the the issue that was happening just the other day when someone's security detail had to be removed and then they had to ask questions. Oh yes, uh, they had someone the cabinet minister <laughs> to explain uh the withdrawal of security forces actually that's oversight they oversee everything so these committees can also work in terms of oversight does it wholly represent like is it everyone who then will stand and ask these questions am i only left for a few people no it depends on how the parliament decides to deal with it mm. how the house decides to deal with it yeah um there are some issues that they'd rather have all the 200 and uh nine actually in total i think there are 300 and something uh members i yeah. think we have to calculate that 290 plus 47 plus 12 um plus the speaker so it depends on how the speaker decides to handle it there are matters that will have will ha- bring them all together to discuss the issue all together mm. but there are matters that are left for the specific committees oh this is so then for example if it's an educational matter if it's cbc for example mm-hmm. the committee that handles matters to do with education shall deal with it shall discuss shall make some decisions and if it's a very very important decision that affects you know uh, the country then they will forward their decision now to the floor of the parliament that is yeah. comprising of all the members mm. then they will all have to approve of it in okay. one way or another this is what we usually see most of the times when the media brings out the floor sessions majorly they focus on stuff that has national interest and most uh, members of parliament will be represented why is it that we don't get to see when um, these oversight sessions are being done in uh, the committee stage um, is it that we don't request for this footage uh, is it there or it's some I think the discussions are private should they be private though No not really but I don't think um actually the committees meet pretty much every other day the f- especially the finance committee I think it's one committee that's very vibrant that I'm sure it's a committee that has also even had to answer with regard to the recent debate about the you know the fuel prices mm. yeah so, so you know we can we there there are sessions cannot always be televised or made public Uh, they can't always unless they are making a decision pertaining to an important issue that requires public participation that requires the participation of stakeholders yeah i think about it i've thought about it and i've seen and yeah at times they're also still at that brainstorming session but probably they will still bring the report back to the house yes so we will be able to that is a uh, part of now legislation yeah yeah when they're coming up with the legislation Are those Kenya gazettes still downloadable? I don't even Yeah, Kenya gazette is downloadable. So anytime they make something but, uh, new. Yeah, yeah, but I think reading Kenya gazettes is quite uh, tedious. Yeah, like I don't tell you not to do it, but <laughs> just don't. A lot of things goes into the Kenya gazette, including matters to do with succession, including matters to do with, you know, Sijui land has been bought or you know title to land so and so wants to inherit from so and so's you know estate a lot of stuff but you know at the end of the day so. maybe this is something then that needs to be done by someone i don't know who i'll ask the lobbyist groups if they are working on this but it's an idea in itself i mean the kenya gazette is tedious to go about but we can get a summary of what has been happening you can get weekly updates or you can follow them via via the website um the the 
National Assembly website, also the senators' website. You can always follow the proceedings. What are the motions? When are they meeting? What are, what are, what are they meeting to discuss? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can always follow it via their website and also get the answer just to check the the proceedings of that day because the answer actually records so and so said this, so and so said that mm-hmm. regarding this issue. All right, I think we've covered representation and oversight in a well manner. Let's talk about legislation now. Let me tell you what uh, the commentary by Elias says. Uh, he says, the work of the MP is to rationally debate and ensure just laws are implemented by the executive and the judiciary. Uh, thirdly, it is the work of the MPs to oversight the executive and the judiciary. And that mm-hmm. is why pas- Parliament has several committees that scrutinize government functioning for transparency mm-hmm. and accountability. Yeah, I'll, allow me to interject. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when we were introducing the Constitution of Kenya, that is one of our episodes last year, yeah. I think I may have mentioned something about separation of powers, that one of the characteristics of our Constitution is separation of powers actually basic structure doctrine one of the core values one of the core elements of our constitution is the separation of powers but the constitution has also designed the institutions of government to work in such a way as they check and balance each other that they oversight each other that they have to work hand in hand and one of the ways in which now the legislature works with the other and of course that's parliament Mm. the national assembly and of course the senate but yeah Parliament. One of the ways in which Parliament works with the other organs of government now is through oversight, through approval, for example. I think they had to approve of the Chief Justice, for example. Yes. Yeah. It had to be after it went through the JSC. Yes, it went through the JSC. JSC forwarded a name to the President. President approved of the name. And then the name was forwarded to Parliament Parliament. for approval. Yes. Yes. So as you can see, from JSC, an independent body, it was forwarded to the Executive the executive forwarded it to the, the legislature. legislature. Yes, and the legislature now had to approve who's going to head the judiciary. That is how these um, institutions of government, this, um, we used to call them the three arms of the government. Yeah. So this is how these arms of the government work hand in hand. All right. Yes. There's the, okay. I think we've made it clear what their work is. Because mm-hmm. this is where my biggest question now will come when it comes to members of parliament. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm, I'm going to be quoting this article because it was one of the highlights when I was just going about okay. um, my business. But um, Timo, I yes. think it's also important that we d- we've discussed the role, the, the, the three roles, the, the main, that is the representation, yes. oversight and legislation. And I think it's the same as highlighted under Article 95 of the Constitution uh-huh. that um, states that the National Assembly represents the people of the constituencies and the special interests in the National Assembly, so we've talked about representation, Mm -hmm. then it deliberates and resolves issues of concern to the people. That is the second rule. Deliberating and resolving issues of concern. Recently, I think there was an MP, I can't remember the MP for which constituency, who had proposed a motion in Parliament that Parliament adjourns every other motion that it was to discuss, I think, last week, Mm -hmm. and that they discussed the rising cost of living because Mm -hmm. that was an emerging issue. Yeah, that was an emerging issue last week. It still is an emerging issue right Mm -hmm. now. And um, that is one of the ways in now which they deliberate and resolve issues of concern to the people. Very true. That is the National Assembly. Third, it enacts legislation in accordance with part four of the chapter. And then, um, then 
the National Assembly determines the allocation of national revenue between the levels of government. Mm -hmm. Remember, um, dear listener, um, last year we discussed at length the debate about the division of revenue between the national government and the county government. Exactly. So you can go back and listen to that episode uh, whereby we also discussed the role of the National Assembly when it comes to approval of the division of revenue as agreed on by the Senate. So from the Senate, it goes to the National Assembly. So the National Assembly has a role to play with regard to that. Then it also appropriates funds for expenditure by the national government and other and other national state organs. So expenditure by the national government is also appropriated by the legislature. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, basically the funds that even go into building these roads, into this, the schools, Where? whatever the national government is doing, those funds have to be... up. And of course, you need specifically the finance committee. Yes, the finance committee. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then um, it also exercises oversight over national revenue and its expenditure. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the whole budget, every time when it's um, the end of June, June, July, I think the end of our financial year is 30th of June. So between 30th of June and 1st of July, that is when, again, the finance committee is very, very active because they have to approve of the budget as, pro as um, proposed by the Minister for Finance, another way in which... The, the different arms of government are working together. All right. Yes. And then it exercises... Oh, I think we've discussed... Um, yeah. yeah. Then finally, the National Assembly reviews the conduct in office of the president, the deputy president, and other state officers and initiates the process of removing them from office. Mm. So as we are speaking currently, there's a motion in the Senate to censure the cabinet secretaries for um, energy and petroleum, and petroleum for failure to show up when they were summoned mm. to answer to issues which are of concern issues which are of concern to the people yeah yes but and then but then that's happening in the senate not in the national assembly however the national assembly still has power to do that yeah we saw the national assembly also summoning the cabinet secretary for interior to answer um to respond to another issue that was of concern that is the withdrawal of um, security from the deputy president and mm -hmm. a lot of information was revealed mm -hmm. back then so that's one of the ways in, that's another role of the national assembly then exercising oversight of state organs so the state organs will be the, the the ministries for example yes yes and of course state corporations sometimes um and then the national assembly approves declarations of war and extensions of state, state of, of emergency. emergency so yeah thank Quite goodness some, we are not there yet <laughs> i mean look at your empty your mp and tell me if you can do all these things you know there's there's even been that car hole uh silent mamas of trying to now oust the deputy president in terms of his conduct making it look like he's out of conduct um but let me let me now uh, can i go back to what i wanted yeah to yeah ask yeah now you can go. i think we've discussed <laughs> the role at length at length yes so research by jesuit hakimani center shows that the percentage of voters who know the functions of mps is negligible Conversely, there is no evidence to show that MPs themselves have worked hard to educate their constituencies on what the role of an MP constitutes. For this reason, most voters erroneously believe that the main work of an MP is first mm -hmm. to enrich themselves, mm -hmm. since voters believe MPs are greedy and self-seeking, mm -hmm. and secondly, to develop our constituency. And the CDF fund reinforces this misadvised notion. Mm -hmm. 
what's our main problem shidetu ni gani because i may say manikajisikia like one of the people like way back that was me it's ignorance can we solely base it base it on ignorance it's ignorance you know we don't bother to actually find out the role of the mp but then our mp's also ride on that ignorance to make it look like as you said you know we depend on them and their masses you know we depend on the cdf and we get the cdf at their masses you know mm-hmm. they ride on that ignorance but that's why we are here we are doing this show we are educating our listeners so that they know more beyond you know the cdf the mp actually has a role that is even separate and independent from the cdf the cdf is actually governed i think there's a cdf act mm-hmm. that even states that each constituency should have a committee to handle the cdf funds and to even decide how the cdf funds are to be appropriated that's very true like but but nani to roga to the point that we think the first work of an mp is to enrich themselves surely um at seti tumerogwa it's unfortunately <laughs> the history of kenya sikurogwa it's because a certain mp somewhere and actually a number of mps in mm. different different constituencies they got into office they became rich they you know wakajenga nyumba wakaenda current you know they they've, they've done a lot they actually that's when they there's a some kind of change in lifestyle mm-hmm. yeah that you notice when one becomes an mp a full mp and ana, that's why pe- represent assembly na kona nyumba nyari eh, yeah yeah it happens eh akisema ni office yake akikuja nairobi it it happens your mp's live here in nairobi actually how many nice. how many days do you think an mp should be living in nairobi i don't know some of them actually just go live alone the ones that represent nairobi mm-hmm. yeah the, one. the ones that represent nairobi of, of course have to be here yes. but some of you from marsabit from uh, you know turkana your mps are here in nairobi their children are studying in nairobi they're not studying in those schools so they do not even they're supposed to you know ensure are in good condition and good and perfect condition for you know your children mm-hmm. yeah their children are actually studying here in nairobi so that's why they, for them a class renovation looks like the biggest improvement that they've given the people mm-hmm. what is the problem with us is it that we just don't the problem is not us timo i am strongly convinced it's because of the behavior of past MPs. Mm. I don't say that um, the MPs we have currently are any exception to the general rule. It's just that I've not been following up on their lives. Mm. But we have seen MPs again enriching themselves and or you know we've seen a, an unexplainable change in lifestyle. Like in fact some MPs have even, have even been implicated in some corruption cases in the past. For just, sure. Yeah. So it's just the behavior of the people who held the office in the past that you know probably influenced Kenyans to think that you know the role of an MP is to enrich himself or herself and mm-hmm. that you know we are dependent on their masses so that we can benefit from the CDF yet we have a right to benefit from the CDF only that now their offices or their the committee that is established by the MPs you know there's a way in which they have to decide um about appropriation of and how to ex- to spend the CDF funds in a way that um, ensures development within the constituency but at the same time ensuring that a number of people are also getting educated that covers you know sh- children in high schools and in u- universities mm-hmm. yeah i think i think one of the things and i think that is something we should do next year even when they come to us for their votes uh, for the votes we should definitely ask them what is their role you'd see how a lot of them would be faltering in that answer even now if you stood and asked an mp what their role is they wouldn't quote uh, uh, word for word what you said their role was mm-hmm. to be honest mm. and i think that's us um 
the the reason why I asked that problem in as much as is uh, ilianza kitambo be i mean ignorance is not an excuse you know mm. we needed we needed to go back and inform ourselves like we could see the issues that were arising we could see the current the the the, the trend in behavior from every mp that we picked mm-hmm. every mp that we reelect and we can see for sure but the problem is also that we've gotten to a point where this omba omba looks like it's a savior thing i remember back in not the 2013 one the the the, the other one the mm-hmm. le- the previous election i remember when sonko was coming into power and the conversation on the streets you could hear sonko comes to the hood gives the women a good to go and chinja mm-hmm. gives you a thousand bob so people can mm-hmm. do something with it on that day mm-hmm. and everyone was like eh heri sonko mwenyana kujaga na tupatia sai shida yangu ya sai why do we focus a lot on shida ya sai passe like in quotes because we only think I about I think it's the just human there. nature. Yeah. It's just the human nature. It's not really a Kenyan issue that we think about the issues we are facing at a particular time. For example, uh, next year will be the election year and yeah. then maybe they will there might be a hike in the price of flour, maize mm-hmm. flour. I think it happened in so when there was a when there was a hike in the price of maize flour i remember one mm. of the aspirants back then i think the jubilee aspirant yeah. was uh, donating flour yes. i think packets of flour no, when, so I, I, I think there was also a shortage of flour here at the time yes there was something hey. na, so na, na, the Kenyans back na then, they thought that, that that thought process was influenced by the, the problem that was present yeah. at the time and an mp aspirant decided to run with this one we'll mention even in the next episode we'll take advantage of that yeah? we'll ne- mention in the next episode the women rep i know a woman rep who now is giving out cg washing machines and 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 cg sanitary towels with he with her face okay on the sanitary towel oh Surely. really i Anyway, by then, uh, dear listeners, even as we speak about the MPs, oh, we have female MPs. We have people who are actually MPs mm-hmm. as women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have seen the female MPs in a way. Um, there's some kind of attitude and some kind of um, silent beef mm-hmm. uh, between the women MPs, the female MPs, and the people who've been elected as women representatives because they, you know. I actually fought a man to become to become here and so we have MPs who are both male and female, but we also have the women representatives. Mm -hmm. As you remember, I read based on Article 97, the membership of the National Assembly. We have the women representatives who are also the the members of parliament. Uh, Members of parliament, and because they are members of the National Assembly, the their role also um, their role falls within the scope of Article 95. Mm -hmm. That is what we have read out just. um, Two minutes ago. Just a... Yes, so women representatives also have a role to play with regard to legislation, oversight, and representation. So if your MP is not reachable, you can try your woman representative. The, the woman representative represents the whole county, the whole county but yes. in the National Assembly. Yes. So you can still ask them questions pertaining to what is being discussed, whatever is on the floor of the National Assembly. Any change in law you'd like them to make or to propose, you have them for that. They can represent your views with regard to, for example, if it's a bill to do with abortion. So there's no abortion bill, but assuming if there's an abortion bill and you would like your views to be heard or you'd like her to vote in a certain way or a number of you from the constituency would like her to vote in a certain way yeah. because she's representing your constituency, feel free, your, your, your county, feel free to reach out to her just as you may reach out to your MP, the one representing your constituency. Na kama milango zao hawajasema ziko open zifungueni na fujo. 
<laughs> we have to because yes. they are our representatives. Um, it is however noted that the role of the woman representative, other than of course the roles within the National Assembly, they also have other roles. Perhaps you can discuss that on the next show. I think it's are, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, we have a lot to also mention because I will ask that question: Can a man be a woman representative? Of course not. We of will, course, we will not. see the roles and the qualifications and see if a man can do it. <laughs> yeah, last time <laughs> it's interesting because last uh, last year, twenty seventeen, when actually j- during the election year, that's when you also get to see these data research institutes or data collection institutes coming to. T- I think there's one called Ipsos mm-hmm. that they come to tell us who who who's the most popular amongst yeah. people based on their research. Ah. And I remember when it came to women representative for Nairobi, uh, it, a number of women had also said that you know they would elect Maina Kageni. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Let's not go into the next episode. <laughs> we cannot ask questions unless we begin by informing ourselves. The functions of each office we are electing candidates into, we must start finding out what their roles are. Mm-hmm. We have an election coming up. Next year, 9th of August, 2022. We've already seen people standing out and saying that they would vie for these seats. Yeah, people are declaring interest. Already they're declaring interest. Good people, the big question you need to ask them, what are their roles? Make it more concerning that you would learn about the roles of a member of parliament before you even ask them. Mm-hmm. We have tried to narrow it down and say that it's oversight. Representation, mm-hmm. oversight, legislation. But there is more to it. Do you trust your member of parliament to declare a state of emergency? Do you trust your member of parliament to say that a president is not of good conduct and we need to remove him from office. Ah, that's a very important role. This takes me back to the US whereby they tried to impeach President Trump twice for uh, misconduct, for what they perceived to be misconduct. misconduct. It was the Congress that will do this. Now, exactly. the Congress in the US is the National Assembly yes. in Kenya. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So our MPs pretty much have the same role as the members of Congress who are even willing to impeach a president who had already been defeated in an election. In an election. Even after he's gone home. Yeah. That is how I end for me. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot more that we can start talking about because when it comes to the policy making, we can start talking about the sessions that they have to go through. Do you trust your member of parliament to go through all that? Uh, do you find him qualified or do you just look at him as someone who will give you CDF when you go knocking on his door? Mm-hmm. Is it the work that he is supposed to do? Is CDF really what should represent mm-hmm. or should... Um, dictate who a member of parliament is Mm -hmm. those are my final words what do you have to say elsie dear listener um i think it's also important that you note that in as much as you will elect your mp to represent you you have you you have to know and understand that the mp from nyali you know i don't live in nyali i don't live in mombasa but the mp from nyali the mp from somewhere in kilifi you know the mp from somewhere in garissa even they will affect me who is not their constituent. Can I? I think if I may call myself a constituent, mm-hmm. whatever they do in the National Assembly will not just affect you; will also affect other people. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of the person you elect, because I know when I elect my MP, 
a policy that he may initiate in parliament, you know, uh, maybe a some kind of legislation or whatever decision he might make collectively with the other MPs mm -hmm. will have the same effect on me as it will have on you, dear listener. So make sure you elect competent people come 9th of August 2022. Competent not just for you and for your constituents, but also remember the rest of Kenya because these decisions, they make these decisions all together. To Maliza. To Maliza, it's been amazing. See you next time. We'll be discussing woman representative and maybe get a bit into the Senate. We'll decide. Um, we are expecting feedback. Please do share your feedback. Um, reach out to us via acute with a Q on Twitter. We are also on Instagram. Yes, Timo, are we on Instagram? What do you mean? We've been on Instagram for no, a while. No, Proactive. Proactive is on Instagram? Yes. Yes, Proactive is on Instagram. <laughs> so feel free to reach out, give us your feedback, maybe make your comments and suggestions on how maybe um, what you think we ought to do better as the host of the show. Thank you.